Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. The Green Party's election manifesto was launched at the weekend and the one thing that kind of stands out in the proposal is the phase-out of homework for primary school pupils. Some academics have argued that there is no evidence to support the benefits of giving young children homework and others have suggested that it may even be detrimental to their development. Ah, the poor little mites. The move was previously explored by an Oireachtas committee while at least one Irish school has already stopped giving homework to primary school pupils. Today I want to know what you think of the idea of scrapping homework for primary school. Now have a listen to some of the comments online. One person says, School is long enough without doing more home or work when you get home. Kids need to be get out and play. Well, they won't. They'll just play with the Playstations. While it's still bright and still safe, I don't have a problem with learning spellings or tables, but that's it. That's all they should get. Another person says, No, definitely not. While children do most of their learning in school, homework reinforces what they've already learned, thus allowing them more time for it to sink in. Studies have shown that brain can only take in so much information at one time. Homework is essential, especially when it comes to maths and Irish. Let's not dumber children's education down even further. So I want to get your thoughts on this today. Do you believe we should scrap homework for children? Let me know what you think. Uh, The number is 087-188-0008. Do you believe we should scrap homework for children? Sonia, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Sonia? Hi, Niall. How's it going? Good, Sonia. Uh, Sonia, I mean, is it a good idea to scrap homework for children or is that are we just mollycoddling the poor oh, little things? God, you're mollycoddling the hell out of it. It's getting ridiculous now. I mean, I went to primary school in the 90s. I started, um, I started my primary school in 1992 mm-hmm. and I was in remedial class up until about... Oh, the age of 13 because people thought that I couldn't um, read properly but it was only because they gave me reading homework to do at home that I I stuck to it Yeah. and now I'm reading five books a day big books like proper novels so, I, th- I think it's beneficial for most I think some children are clever and probably don't need it but I think for most children I think it's quite beneficial it really uh, is. Because apart from anything else, I find that when you're in school, you're in a kind of pressure area, right? Well, even oh, yeah. when you're a young kid, there is a little bit of pressure on you to, to learn. But when you're at home, maybe you're a bit more relaxed. You're in a family environment. And if you're getting help from mum and dad to do it as well, yeah. I can't see the harm in it. No, see, with me, no, it was. I I got, um, I've also Asperger's, which we found that out at a very late age. But I get, I got very nervous in the school setting and I learned nothing from the teachers, unfortunately. It wasn't their fault. It was me. I just couldn't take it in because I was so stressed out by being surrounded by all these people. Yeah. But when I got home, my mom sat me down. She she was very patient with me and she helped me with my reading, my spelling, and my maths. Mm. And when I got back to class then, the teachers were delighted. They were like, oh, you, you got it. I was like, yes, I did because I sat down and I concentrated on it. And that's what helped me. I know, I know. It was the same. My son, who thankfully is doing very well in life now, when he was a young lad, he, he kind of had a bit of dyslexia. Well, when I say a bit of dyslexia, he had dyslexia. It was very difficult for him to understand phonics. And I used to sit down with him for three or four hours every single day uh, to teach him a different way to read and write. And he done because mm-hmm. we had got this advice from a professor of English. And in fairness, he did really well. But it was important. And I think it's important to pit children, particularly with, with special needs or children who have, you know, uh, you know some sort of difficulties. Yeah. Uh, but I think I don't see 
why it's not beneficial to everybody. I can't see a reason. The only reason I see now is this kind of kind of liberal kind of nonsense yeah. world we live in that we're afraid mm. to upset children. You can't open your mouth for nothing. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> you can't open your mouth for nothing. Let me go to Graeme as well. <laughs> Stay there, Sonia. Graeme, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Graeme? Good, thanks, Mel. How are you getting on? Good, Graeme. How's things today? You working? I I am. I'm not in class, though. Are you not? Um, yeah, chilling out, in the, uh, chilling out in the couch outside my office. Jesus, you know what? That's some job you have, Graham. It is, it is. <laughs> we should swap jobs for the day, Graham. I don't think you'd laugh, Matt. Do you not think so? No. We should try it. Although I imagine the tone of the show would change a little bit. Although <laughs> not to say that I can do it in any way that you can. <laughs> well, Graham, as a school teacher, I mean, do you do you agree with scrapping homework? Well, number one, it's not scrapping homework. Um, there's a couple of things to it. Do I agree with an outright ban of homework? Of course not. No. Um, now, for primary school, we are talking about primary do school. I, yeah. Again, I still wouldn't ban it for primary school. Do I think... Look, the research says... And it, for all the liberal nonsense you may paint it as, the research says <laughs> that um, primary, homework at primary school level isn't beneficial. Now, personally speaking, does that mean you should not, no teacher should ever be allowed to give any task or something to do for children to go? Of course not. But... If it's not a benefit, why would we keep doing it? But just when you, when you say it's not a benefit, and the re- yeah, but the research, yeah, but the research is your average person. Not every kid oh, is no, average, and some kids are not as good as others. Yeah, which is why I wouldn't ban it. Like you were just describing with your own son, there, no miserable. Of course, that's a context in which it's beneficial, but that context doesn't apply to everybody. So should the, should teacher be giving out? All right, you need, like I've got a five year old who's going to come home homework later. This is not meant as a criticism of a teacher in any way because she's brilliant, but. He's going to have some cursive writing, some Irish to learn, and probably a bit of maths. Maybe there's usually something else. And it's, it's all, the homework is a bit different. But by the time, but are the, are the majority of those things, things that can be done inside the school? Yeah. But, but what we're doing is, it's not just teaching them to do homework. And people think, you know, obviously children think it's a bit of a chore. And I agree, by the way, you, I shouldn't, mean, be, you shouldn't be giving them mountains of homework. You know, there should be a limit to what, I mean, it shouldn't take more than, say, 45 minutes max to do homework, right? Well, okay. for a five-year-old, I'd say a little less. A little less even. All right. I, and I get it. But it's to understand, say, the context of maths, questions like to understand the context of maths, maybe five questions, five answers, whatever, right? And a little, maybe two sentences in Irish and a couple of spellings and stuff like that, okay? And I don't see the harm in that because because you're not going to be able to turn around and say, Johnny, Mary, Peter and Fanula, you are getting homework because you're a little bit behind, but the rest of you are grand. So, because we know they're behind, unfortunately. So we just give everybody a little bit of homework. And it's good for everybody. It's not going to do them any harm. But it does not also mould them. But there's nothing to back that up with your anecdote. The research says, and you're going to say, oh God, research. But yeah, I'm sorry, educational practice should be informed by educational, peer-reviewed educational research. And what that says, is that at primary level, it is not beneficial. A wholesale ban would not be beneficial for everybody either. But if you look at, like, let's say... What's what harm has it done, Graeme? What harm... I know you're talking about researchers and studies and everything. What harm has it done? Reasons. What benefit has it done? But no, g- no, no, give, give me the harm. I mean, well, it, it, let's be clear about it, okay? I don't think it's done any harm. I'm not saying it's Never doing harm, me. but I'm not going to continue something just because it doesn't do harm. There has to be a benefit. There has to be a reason to do it. I, I think it was beneficial. When I when I think back, now I can, well, Graham, I can, only th- I can only remember back as far as secondary school. Obviously, I can't really remember primary school very well. I can remember some Be-no, of it. Sir. A lot of it is a blur Be-no, because sir. I got kicked around the class, right? But, <laughs> but in saying that, I do, remember, I do remember going home and being pissed off that I had to do homework, right? 
But that's insane, not a reason to not do it. No, no, absolutely not. But in saying that, I do remember that I learned, it was kind of, I had to go back over notes to find the answers to the bloody questions they were asking me. So, I, you know, and I understand that was secondary school. I understand that. But exactly. saying, and it was like revision. Those, those, are two different context, those are two different contexts. No one's saying ban it in secondary school. Yeah, but why is revision then important in secondary school but not in primary school? What's the difference? Because you can do the re- you can do the revision inside in a class context, but it's far, uh, uh, inside in a primary school in a far less complex material. Mm. Okay, well, we'll, like, we'll stay like, there. Just, well, just, hang on, I mean, let me bring Ronnie in here as well. Go on, yeah, go on. Go. <laughs> stay there. You've all day, Graham. Ronnie, you're on Classic Hits. Ronnie, how are you doing? No, I love Starry Eric. Good, Ronnie. What do you think of this? The Green Party would like to ban. Uh, well, that's what they're saying. Okay, they want to get rid of the proposal to phase out homework for primary school pupils. No, no, no. I mean, what what the homework allows me to see? I've I've a seven year old at the moment. She's in fourth class, and it allows me to see how she's developing. Good, her yeah. Skills, yeah. Reading, you know her her uh, arithmetic skills as well. Now, there's no pressure on her. Like she comes home, she sits there, she does her homework. Might take her twenty five minutes, half an hour. If she doesn't get a finish in that period of time, we don't sit there for an hour and a half. Right, no, yeah, us. yeah. You know what I mean? It, 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 for us, it's just, for her, it's more, it's developing her, but for us, it allows us to see where she is as well. I mean, we only have one parent-teacher meeting a year, so outside of actually going to the school and pulling the teacher to one side, you're never actually going to know how your child is doing, so that's why the homework is beneficial. I never thought of that, Ronnie, and that's a really great answer. Graham, yeah, Ronnie has it summed up there. There and should that's be more a- parent-teacher meetings. Well, yeah. well, you know, you guys are busy with all your t- days and off and all that kind of carry on. Talking on the radio. Yeah, talking on the radio. So Ronnie uh, makes a really good point. And, and that's something I never thought of. And the same when my kids are in school. It gives you some idea where they're at when it comes to their spellings and their maths and their long division and short divisions and everything else. So it gives you some idea where they're at. It's a good, that's a good point, yeah, isn't enough. it, Graeme? It does. it does. It is. Um, are there other ways to get that information? Yeah, there are. I mean, if a child's coming home with their books, different books and copies, it's not that hard to check them. If but it's daily homework, information. Homework, yeah, but Ronnie's getting daily information. And if the but child has a particular a problem, basis. they'll go to Ronnie. But you can do that on a daily basis. But you're not, not going to get their child's attention for that long. You know what I mean? I mean well, the, if you can get their attention for homework, then you can get their attention for this. No, but what I'm saying, on a, on a daily basis, Ronnie sees them doing the homework. Yeah, sorry, Ronnie, go ahead. You want to say something there? No, I just, I, I, don't, I don't understand why Graham is, like, arguing this. Like, I mean, my, He's my a school teacher, home, that's why. No, I understand that, but my child... <laughs> and it doesn't right? affect me in the least. Of, actually, I'm the, I'm the one helping my little fella do homework later. Mm. Just like, in case it's a greeny dot and off thing. Katie Rose will come home from school. She'll have an hour of playtime, or she'll go out with her friends at the moment because it gets dark early. I'll come home from work, I'll sit down and do it. If she's too tired to do it, Grant will do a portion of our homework. We might do our spellings. We might do our work it out, which is our maths. We might just do our reader. But th- there's no pressure on her to do everything every day. It's just we can pick and choose or she can do the whole thing. And it just allows me as a parent to know, yeah, the school are doing a good job. She's being taught in the correct way. She's learning and she's moving on. And you can see then because the readers are, are numbered from, I think it's level five. She's up to level eight at the moment. And some of her classmates are on higher. Some of her classmates are on lower because they find certain things more difficult. But she might be good at certain things. She might be good at other things. Again, it allows us to see that. and allows us, okay, so we can stop working on certain things for a few days and focus on another thing and try and develop her at home as well as in school. I'm with you. 
I'm with you, Ronnie, and, yeah. and I'm delighted to hear that you're so up on the whole thing, and you know exactly where she is in our readers, you know what level she's at, and Graeme, this is what I'm t- talking about. So, as a parent, I think it's beneficial too. You're talking about, yes, there is other ways to find out. Of course, you can drag the teacher aside. Yeah. Of course, we can have more teacher meetings. But on, a, but on a daily basis, Ronnie has a handle on how his daughter is doing in school. Well, as, as opposed to correcting homework, can teachers send, set home? send home that information on a daily basis because I would imagine there'd be roughly analogous amount to time that they can. Again, it keeps coming back to that's, that is a benefit for parents so would there have to be some other method of getting that same benefit? Absolutely. Because I can, you know, I'm not going to argue there isn't a benefit to running on myself being able to see that from my children. Of course, there's for everybody. Mm. But there are other ways to achieve that. Again, it comes back to... Are we not dumbing down children? Are we not? Are we not? Is no. this not... I mean, th- there is no reason to want about us. It doesn't have any impact on educational outcomes. If you want to talk dumbing down, talk the, the bell curve. Bell curve dumb, dumbs down exam results. But, but, but yeah, okay, okay. But, but Graeme, in relation to homework for young children... There's, there is no big outcry over it. Nobody's demanding that we stop doing it. I don't, yeah. think ch- I don't think teachers really give a damn either way. It's only a matter of putting together a couple of questions yeah, and putting them on a sheet. I would so, disagree with you. They don't, they don't give a damn. No, 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 no. I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, whether it's banned or whether it's not banned. In other well, words, it's, for, from your point of view as a teacher, I'm assuming it's just a matter of, you know, putting down a few questions on a piece of paper, photocopying it and hand it to every kid. No, uh, but also I'm a secondary school teacher, so I'm going to be giving homework regardless. Anyway. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, you're evil, so. Yeah. <laughs> That's the evil homework. That's two hour <laughs> job, yeah. So, yeah, go on. Yeah, Ronnie. Yeah, no, no just, just a quick one. Just to, just to show, I mean, my, my daughter goes to the national school where we live and there's also an educate together. Now, her friends are in the same, like, first class and they don't get homework. And me and my wife would be standing there, like, they'd be out playing, and my daughter would be like, oh, why can't I go out to play? I said, look, you just need to sit down for 15, 20 minutes, do your homework, and then you can go out to play. But we'd be like, why did I not have any homework? Like, I just, maybe it's because, like, like when I was in school, I got homework from, from day one as well, and yep. it benefited me. I know it's going to benefit her. I know in the long run that that's what she, she needs. I mean, Graham is talking about when to get to secondary school, and they're going to start getting homework. I mean... You need to put a child into a routine. That's what school is for. It's life Develop training, yes. A, yeah. I mean, you can't just all of a sudden just run around when they're 12, 13 and say, well, you've got to start bringing these, this stuff home and start doing homework. I mean, it, there's, they're going to start rebelling against it. Whereas doing homework all the way through mm-hmm. just a continuation of the process. It becomes part of, it becomes part of being in school. And that's another... Yeah. Gra- Ronnie, do you want to do this show? He's making some great points here, <laughs> Graeme. Uh, yeah. And he said, you know, obviously, you know, when you get to 11 years of age and you pop into secondary school, it's a bit of a shock to the system to suddenly had 90 minutes of homework. Whereas, well, probably, I don't know, what's, what, what is the average homework now for secondary school? Probably the fourth... Uh, for first term, an hour, an hour, hour to an hour and a half. Yes, yeah, so that's it what I'm saying. Up to 90 minutes. Yeah, okay. So Leaving search are going to be doing more. Yeah, but so basically what Ronnie is saying is, because Ronnie would like to do this show someday and he's really brilliant at it, Ronnie is basically saying <laughs> is that, you know, you're training them to, you know, do sort of extracurricular activities when it comes to, you know... Uh, ac- homework doesn't count as an act. Uh, no, 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 but no, 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 you missed up. No, you can't because you, that's a shock to the system when they get to secondary school. They've been doing it all along, so they won't moan about it when they get there. Do me a favor, stay there, Graham, if you can. Lots, lots of people texting again. Well done, Ronnie. You're coming up with some great lines here today. I'm going to put you in the promo. Uh, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number is 087 Now, why fix something if it isn't broken? For children that don't learn too easy, speaking from experience, those extra few hours of homework in the evening make the difference over a long term, says Lauren. 
And the person says, no, Graham doesn't know what he's talking about. He might be a school teacher. But at the end of the day, there's nothing wrong with what's been happening for the last 100 years. So why change it? Well, I don't know if it's been around for 100 years. Uh, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number's 087-188-0008. Should we ban or phase out homework for primary school children? Hello, I suppose I believe children till six, seven year age shouldn't have homework because I have four children and um, one of them is in school and I can see that homework takes up his time one and a half hour. He's slightly autistic with, not severe, but there is uh, issues. Even though he gets loads of support in school and uh, that takes his playtime off him while he gets support in school. So he loses out on that. I suppose, I believe that children that age, five, six, seven, should be learning kindness and generosity and uh, sharing and uh, just emotional skills more to become a better people, where maths and spellings, all that will come anyways. So that's just my opinion. All right, take care. And your opinion is valid, and I completely agree with part of what you say. Yes, social skills are really important. And Graeme, that is a huge par- uh, part of being a primary school teacher, is not only teaching the academics, but teaching the social skills too. Absolutely, but it's a part of all teachers. Like, not to be specific about it, but um, the caller there just mentioned that her son has autism. I run three, that's what I teach. I, I, I run three special classes for students with autism. So I don't okay. teach mainstream subjects anymore. Right, okay. So you're just basically doing um, kind of like like they would have reading units in primary school. Similar, you would have, uh, uh, do they all have an SNA? Uh, no, what you would have is a, a secondary AC special class. You have six students. And then for every six students, there's 1.5 teachers and two SNAs. So there is no one person with one student kind of thing. It's been allocated according to need, stuff like that. Right, okay. But it's still, it's still uh, you know, as close it's as you're going to get to one or more. Yeah. It's also cl- something the government are trying to get rid of, but that's a whole different story. All right, well, stay there because, Rachel, you're a classic kid. How are you doing, Rachel? Hi, Nylon. Good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, well, so the Green Party would say anything to get a vote. But anyway, they're, they're saying basically <laughs> we, should, we should phase out homework because they're probably trying to appeal to very young people, even though they can't vote. But go on. <laughs> I don't know if I'm one of those very young people, but uh, I certainly would agree with maybe more, you know, a limited amount of homework. I think that there's an awful lot of pressure put on children nowadays, and I think that there is no real room for the extracurricular activities that they want to do after school, and I think that it's just such pressure on them. It's, and I know myself, I have three special needs children, four of them are in school, and the stress of trying to get homework done in the evening and then get them out to do the one or two activities that they want to do in the week it is actually insane it's just it's mind-blowing and I just think that there's a lot more important things as well like sport and all of these things that they really want to do and I think we're just more there's more availability of these things nowadays and I think you know education should be very rounded like that as well you know, I, don't know, I, I couldn't agree with you more but I, I couldn't agree with you more but it is equally as important too because when you when your kid gets to sort of 17 years of age and they're doing yep. the leave insert you want to have a good foundation in there and I know it is a much more difficult task when you've got a child with special needs yeah. I understand that I get that yeah. I've been there okay so I know how hard yep. it can be to get them up even close to the same level as another kid in the class Absolutely. and that can be difficult but in saying mm-hmm. that you're setting up a good foundation where, and, and, and to give you I use my son again I mean he was uh, dyslexic when he was younger mm-hmm. uh, and he was particularly bad so much so we brought yeah. him to numerous specialists now he's working for one of the biggest companies in the country and he develops oh I have he no develops doubt apps. they can reach every so what I'm pencil. saying is you. but that was because there was an extra effort made if there was no but extra I effort think- he'd have fallen through the cracks 
But I, having said that, Niall, though, I think that parents of special needs children are so aware of that. And because we take them to the specialist, we have to do all these extra bits with them. And because sometimes there's so much homework that that stuff gets sidelined. That's what I feel. And I mean, like I have a daughter with dyspraxia. I have another son with um, very mild uh, autism. And I have another son with learning difficulties. But like I'm very I know, that's hard work. Hard work. The needs that yeah. they have. You know what I mean? And like I'm very lucky. I mean, my kids' teachers are phenomenal. And I trust them to do an excellent job in school. And they do. And I just feel like when they come home and if I've got occupational therapy and all these extra things that they need to, to, to do for their, you know, for their other development, then I think that stuff gets sidelined. Cause there's but just see, not, not every parent time. is like you or like me that they, when you've got a child, say, with dyspraxia, I remember mm-hmm. one of the books that Mia had, my daughter, she had this book that we used to do and we even brought it on holidays with us. That's how, how dedicated we were to making sure that she got through yeah. the next year. I can't, it was a book when it had all these words that kind of sounded like each other. I can't remember the name of the book. It was a long mm-hmm. time ago now and she's 18 now. But anyway, we try. But the problem yeah. I say to you and Graeme is there are parents out there who might have a child with special needs or might have a child who's not, mm-hmm. let's not even say special needs, but just isn't getting yeah. the information the way other kids are getting it. And, of course. And they're not that. trying. And- and, and, may, to, and maybe that bit yeah. of homework will help them. I just think that I'm nothing against about. homework uh, so much as like, you know, it's the volume of homework, I think. You know, I do think, and the type of homework that they're getting, I do think it's very important that children master reading, master spellings, you know, things like tables that they don't necessarily have a lot of time to learn in school. But I do think there's a, you know, there are things that they could do without at home that they can be doing in school. And they are doing in school. Yeah, sorry, Greg, you're trying to say something there, go on. Yeah, you were saying earlier, just about know? the foundation necessary for later education. That foundation Absolutely. can be built without homework. It just can't I be, think so too. I totally like, agree. Fin- yeah, Finland without too much of held anyway. up as the best education. They're held up as the currently in the last few. So are you, are you, are you telling me? Are you telling me that foundation, sorry, Graeme, that if you've got a child who has a difficulty, be it dyspraxia, dyslexia, whatever it happens to be, that, or, that it. That isn't the majority. No, 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 absolutely not. Well, a lot of kids do have different learning difficulties, right? A lot of kids do. I mean, in my day, we didn't we didn't refer children to children of having learning difficulties. We never use words like dyspraxia, dyslexia, or any of these kind of labels that nowadays we have. Mm-hmm. In those days, kids were just called slow learners. That's just the way it was. Mm-hmm. And you were thrown to the side or you were put in class four because that's where all the slow learners went. Are called a lot worse, yes. Yeah, or, you know, do you know what it was called? It was called the remedial class. That's what it was. Yeah, oh, they, yeah, I, remember, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. So we, mean, we didn't support. Daughter. So we didn't support kids. But the point you were saying about a foundation, Graeme, is I think when you say without homework, okay, maybe without mainstream homework given by a teacher. But if you don't help your child, particularly if they have a difficulty or they have special mm-hmm. needs or whatever, dyspraxia, dyslexia, whatever it happens to be, and you don't help your child at the early at early intervention, that child is going to be snookered. Absolutely, but that early intervention is generally not homework. But is, is that not it what it is? It may not, may not be school homework, but it's still bloody homework. Like what you were describing there was not assigned by the school teacher. That was, uh, no, it was assigned by me. Either therapist or occupational therapist or yourself. Yeah, so that's, that's, those are two different things. Yeah, I, I agree with Graham. Um, they are two I like different the, things. There are extra things you, you, you have to do, you know. And even with children without special needs, children without special needs as well. And like my daughter absolutely loves musical theatre and she goes once a week, but she, there's other classes she wants to do, like singing and dancing. And I just can't take her because there is no time. You know, there's only so much you can do in the week. And I just think that children have such a range of talents and such a range of capabilities and we don't nurture them enough as well. No, you're right, we don't. There's just not enough time, you know, and time is something that, and I think as well, because children are, you know, we want to get them to all these things. Everything is such a rush. We're making them mm. so anxious. I mean, I, I couldn't agree with you more that in this modern world we live in, time is like, almost like the enemy these days. Well, do, we, do me a favor, both of you, just stay there. I want to get Sarah as well, just before the break if I can. Sarah, go ahead. Sarah, <laughs> you there? Yeah, go ahead. Hi, Nile, how are you? Yeah. 
I just, I've been listening to the guys and I suppose the one thing I do agree with is the fact that they shouldn't have mountains of homework. But I do feel that children need some homework because yeah, I, I feel that, I feel it's your only link to what's going on with them at school in a lot, in a lot of ways, you know, so... You know, my young lad comes home with maybe half an hour's homework. And if I see that he's struggling a little bit with this or he's struggling a little bit with that, I know that I need to spend extra time with it or he needs to spend extra time with it or I need to make his teacher aware. You know, like, I mean, my my young lad is in a school where fourth, fifth and sixth class are all in the one room. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's no way she's getting around to him, you know, sort of as often as she might like her as often as she can. Well, no, she's you not know, going to so be able to, I, yeah. I yeah, because I, I, and most schools are like that. You yeah, know, so I kind of feel like if they're bringing home just a little bit, I don't mean for them to be ruined with Homer because I think some mm-hmm. of them are, and, and I think when they start going into secondary school, you know, I sometimes I feel like it's kind of easier for the teacher to just give them homework without realising that they might have three other, four other subjects homework to do that day as well. You know, yeah, I do believe when it comes to secondary school, and I'll talk to Graham a bit more of that before, after the break, that I think teachers need to liaise with each other in relation to the amount of homework that's being given because, of course, you're right, they go from class to class. Each teacher doesn't know how much the previous teacher has given them in homework and they maybe need to liaise in some sense. I don't know if that's even possible uh, to make sure they don't kind of burden them with too much homework and blow their minds completely whereby they have no free time at all. Uh, keep texting, uh, keep WhatsApping. The number's 087-188-008. The question we're asking you is, should they ban or well, the phase out homework for primary school kids. Life is too short, like you're only a kid once, like you know, and you know, going home doing your homework after school after spending seven, eight hours already there, probably nine or ten including getting up out of bed and then getting home and all that. Life is too short to be going home and doing homework. What's done is done during the day, and that's the end of it, I think anyway. Hi Niall, uh, sorry I can't come on now. I'm uh, funnily enough picking somebody up from school. But um I think that they definitely need to be doing their homework and the reason why is uh when they move to secondary school they're continually assessed now so the effort they put in during the year and how well they can work by themselves outside of school is actually taken into consideration for their exams now so they need to know how to work to that standard put the effort in and actually learn how to study because um, they have to know how to do it on their own initiative the only way that they get that is practice from homework anyway thanks Niall couldn't agree with her more couldn't agree with her more. And I'm looking at some of the texts from WhatsApp's coming in. Uh, ban homework, bring in drag queen story errors, disband history, ignore science with unlimited genders. In the USA, they're now branding mathematics racist. Actually, when I read that bit, I said to me, said that couldn't be true, but I just read it during the break. It is actually true. They're branding traditional mathematics way, uh, as racist. These kids never stood a chance. And he says, me never done no homework and it do me no harm. Yeah, I, I get that. I get that. Uh, you can uh, keep texting WhatsApping 087-188-008. Fiona, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Fiona? How you doing, Niall? Good. Fiona, do you think there's any problem with kids getting homework in primary school? A little bit. Now, I'm not talking about two or three hours. You know, 20, 30 minutes homework. No, absolutely not. I think homework is actually one of the things that kids need. They need to know, come home from school, sit down for half an hour, even to take in the basic maths and spelling. Mm. I mean, you only have to look at news feeds now. A lot of people can't even spell anymore. So if you just have your your multiplication, your plus, your minus tables, what have you, and your spelling, even to do that in the evening, kids have to do it. And it's up to parents. I think it's a good routine. I think it's a good routine, um, you know, and as well for the parents to get involved, obviously, with the child's homework, particularly younger children who may need a bit of help. 
And it's good family time, apart from anything else. We're, we're kind of eroding this kind of family time as well. That's all part of it as well, isn't it? Yeah, we're totally eroding it. I mean, kids can't do anything anymore. They mm. literally cannot do anything anymore. They can't take themselves to school. They can't go out and play. They can't get on a bike unless they have a helmet and knee pads and arm pads and everything else. Mm-hmm. Like, we are eroding and we're creating an absolute nation of snowflakes who will, when they're teenagers and young adults, they won't be able to look after themselves. Yeah, we, yeah we can't let them do anything. We can't let them go anywhere. Now we can't no. even let them do homework either. We can't even let them run in the yard. No. We can't do anything anymore. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah. it's, it's, and a lot of it is down to parents as well. Parents need to know. It's not up to the school to bring your child up. It's up to you to bring your child up. Yep. And if your child needs your basic arithmetic and your basic spelling and your learning skills and negotiating skills, do you know what I mean? Even that as part of homework with children has to be done. We can't, we can't put them through a system like, now, you know, a conveyor belt. Now, the only school you've had on today is Graham, who believes that there's no scientific evidence to suggest that it's beneficial. But I do believe there's no scientific evidence to suggest that it's not beneficial either, if you know what I mean. In, other, I word, in other words, I don't see the harm in it. If it's not causing any problems, why get rid of it? Well, I totally agree with you, Niall. And the thing is, like, I, I'm in my 50s now, right? I grew up in a, a family in Tala. We were all Kim Houghton School, six of us. We had to do our homework. That was the one thing. You come in, you have a snack, you do your homework, you go out to play. Yeah. And that was it. I was done. And then if there were certain things, I wasn't particularly good at maths. You know, my mum would say, oh, wait till your daddy comes home. Go on out and play. And then he'll help you with your maths or your tables or whatever the thing was. See, the the Green Party are the one who's suggesting this because I think they have this feeling that if we don't give kids homework, they'll all run around outside and play again. But I I think what'll happen is they'll probably just go on their Xboxes. Uh, But but stay there a second. Let me go to Phil as well. No, the Greens live in La La Land. I'll tell you why, Niall. Because they think your kids are going to come out and run through the fields and and explore nature and all that. And pick daisies, yeah. And pick daisies. That's (laughs) not going to happen anymore because parents don't have time for that anymore. That's something that's reserved for when mommy and daddy aren't working. We'll go out at the weekend. We'll do this, that and the other. We don't all run through fields of rapeseed and flowers and go, oh, isn't this gorgeous? (laughs) Like a scene from Little House on the Prairie. Stay there, Phil. You're a classic kid. How you doing, Phil? How you doing, I? Good. I I, I I disagree with two of you. Right. (laughs) I think there shouldn't be any homework for, for the small kids right. in primary school. I think I mind my two grandsons every day. Okay. Uh, I collect them from school. Um, and like some people said, it will keep us in contact with what they're doing at school. I mean, we're grandparents and we're parents and we should know what they're doing at school. I know that my kids are learning a lot because they can read their own books. Uh, their parents read to them every night. I think that's the biggest thing for kids is to read to children. I, I'm not going. I'm not going to disagree with you. But yeah. as as Ronnie made the point earlier on, when your kid is sitting there and he's going, "Dad, can I ha- can you help me with this question?" Um, you yeah. know, if a man has ten boxes and they're fifty pence each, and somebody takes away one of the boxes, how much money is he left on, or whatever the yeah. context of the last question? Yes. you know the point your child is at. You know, and you're, yes. going, and you're kind of going, "Gosh, are they that far already?" They're doing multiplication. You should know that anyway. I think, but you, you might you not know. necessarily. I mean, you're not going to be running up and down to the teacher. I, it's up to you to know what your child is up to. No, you can't. I mean, I agree with you, but you can't keep going up and down to the teacher saying, "Okay, what are they doing no, today? Absolutely. What are they doing today?" You go to the children and ask them. I ask the boys every evening. Now they probably don't tell me half what's going on, but they tell me little things. And but then what harm is it doing them? What harm is it doing? Twenty minutes. I collect them. I collect one or two, one or three, and I just that time to me is so precious that I. Today now is beautiful. So you're you're saying this I'm on a selfish note because you want them all to yourself. <laughs> so you're being selfish, Phil. I am being selfish. Yeah, I want them to myself. I don't want to give half an hour of my time with them. But is it? But can you not have that homework time with them? But they've 
done it for the last six hours. It's not the same as bringing him out now this evening and bringing him down to his bird sanctuary or, you know, and mm. it, every, most evenings they have something. They either have swimming, soccer, aerobics. They have something every evening. Well, but, well, well, but just very quickly, because Fiona, you've been listening to Phil there. I've got 20 seconds. Uh, what she said was, on a very selfish note, she wants them all to herself <laughs> as a granny and she wants to be able to bring them, you know, running through the fields. And else. <laughs> I mean, Fiona, is that not a fair point that, you know, the, the school have them for long enough during the day? Yeah, it's a fair point. And you know what? Um, her grandchildren are very, very lucky that they have a granny that has that time to do that. But in the majority of cases, parents are under pressure. And in the majority of cases, children are taken from primary school into after school care. Into after school care. Crash, so mommy and yeah. come home at six o'clock. So what mm. should they be doing in after school care? Uh, building blocks and no, do the bloody homework. Come home and have time with your mum and dad. Her grandchildren are extremely lucky and, and that's fantastic. But that's not everybody's case. All right. That. Okay. Listen, listen. Thank you very much, ladies. Phil, thanks. Okay, lovely talking to you, by the way. Uh, and uh, Fiona as well. Lovely talking to you too. And everybody else got involved in that conversation. So many people texting in and WhatsApping in. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.